recording on the phone. Alrighty. What's up, everybody? Back at it again. Just did a pizza talk. We did. If you haven't seen it, go check it out before you <laughs> check this one. Quick 21 questions with the best friend, Daniel. If you don't know who he is, again, check out the video. You'll know. Uh, let's get to it. Uh, first one's going to be really simple. It's going to be, what's your favorite food? And what do you dislike? Your, what's your least favorite food? Oh boy, favorite food. I mean, this is pretty good stuff. <clears throat> Pizza's pretty good food. <clears throat> Can't get this stuff out of my chest. Um, yeah, I'm still getting over that cold. Um, you need water. I got beer. Yeah, but like, does it does it clear your throat? It's in my chest. Yeah. Um, the mucus is stuck in there. Yeah, it's a lovely picture. Um, no, pizzas. You can never go wrong with it, right? It's perfect. Well, as long as you don't go to Little Caesars or Domino's. <laughs> it's the, very hard to get a bad pizza. Yeah. You I ha- think it's very hard. Unless it's a chain. Yeah. You never know. Like, it's, it's like, you know, when you order pizza, you it typically isn't bad. Typically. Like, it's it, it's still edible. It's like, you know, compared to like a, like a steak. It could be cooked wrong, you know? Absolutely. Whereas like pizza, it's like all you need to do is just cook the inside of it and it should be... Just put a little effort and love into it, and it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. What's your least favorite? Uh, what's your least favorite food? Least favorite food? Uh, gosh. It'd be kind of hard. Let, Don't tell my say, mom. Maybe some of her dishes. <laughs> let's say, like, if you had to pick, let's say you were given options. Yeah. But like. The option was one of your least favorite foods, like something you just could not eat, no matter what, no matter how much money people paid you, no matter what, what the the stakes are at, you know, just you just can't enjoy it, no matter what. Good day, bad day, just can't can't eat it. Maybe maybe good. oysters. Yeah, oysters. oysters. Those things are. It's like an acquired taste. That's another acquired taste, but one I'm not willing to go down. Not even with like a beer, because I know like beer or like alcohol like kind of pairs with it, because people. Maybe to get you through the rough times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oysters is like it's like watery, but then it's like you get that like. This, I guess there's something to it that's appealing to some people. <laughs> you crack it open, you're like mmm, oysters. Do you like oysters? I can't eat. I can't eat them. Like I think it would be really rare for me to eat one. It's only from like feeling hungry yeah and it's like okay like maybe it won't be as bad as like the previous times or maybe just a little lemon would kind of like get rid of like the little seafood yeah taste and like that texture is interesting no i can definitely see something you'd you'd need something strong to chase that really yeah i'd say like oysters and then like clams sometimes just because they have like the sand in there Sometimes you just can't get them all out, and then yeah. eating it just crunch, kind of just ruins the, the taste. All the wrong crunches. <laughs> you got the right crunch here with freshly baked pizza, and then, yeah. oof, yeah, that's no yeah, bueno. The clam pizza that was good on this one, like yeah, it was just cut perfectly. What would you rate it? I think I already asked you that. You think you said eight? I, I said eight, and it would be a nine if it was like. 
it was like hot like just it was hot yeah because like we kind of drove back but like it's still still good i'd give their pepperoni Uh oh the moment of truth yeah we never talked about channel my inner david portnoy uh i'm gonna go with 8.3 8.3 is that is that like that it's pretty good Pretty so pretty high up the there. Past seven is considered good. Seven is like a passing grade. Well, Eight is like you got to go try it. Nine is obviously excellent, and ten is like you can't go any higher than that. That's the best, right? Like this is die for it kind of thing. Like worth yeah. the line. But the rule is like if you give something a ten, how are you gonna know if there's anything better out there? You you haven't tried all the pizza, right? So. So you just have well, to no. like. Have all the pizza lineup, and you just quickly eat one bite and do that ten. No. I guess so. That's just how it has to go. Because then, what if you just forget the taste of the other ones? You can't just be like, "Let me look back at no last nope. year." Maybe you get one do, try. Maybe we'll do something like that. Maybe. Maybe in the future, just re- recollect that memory. We'll just have to try all the pizza out there. <laughs> Inspiration right there <laughs> for the next segment. All right, next one is gonna be. Do you like cats or dogs? I know you have a dog at home, but like, dogs. Would you mind cats? Or like, you just can't stand them, or like. It would take a lot for me to like. Okay, I'm I'm friends with a cat owner, and he loves his cat, but I can't. Every single night, all he could, all I hear is the cat like biting <laughs> his feet or something, or sleeping on his face, or you know something like that. It's like, you know, my dog is so. Thank God she's so lazy and kind of different. It's like she's so low maintenance. Yeah. And she's, you know, she's part of the family. You know, we love her. But a cat, like, you know, if, if, that's, if that's your thing, sure. But, like, like let, let's say, like, cats are kind of. Let, let's say the cat was, like, had the same personality as your dog. Like, low maintenance. Sure. Did the same thing. You wouldn't mind? I mean, there might be like some, you know, differences just on how you have to handle a cat in general, but same personality, you know, why not? Okay, okay. Good one. I thought you'd just be like a straight, no, can't do a cat. (laughs) But after that question, I'm like, okay. You'd have to find the right cat. Yeah, a little tricky then. A little tricky. All right. Uh, favorite kind of music I know we talked about before the podcast but yep just for the viewers that don't know uh, right now I'm on a big metal and it's kind of there's metal and there's country mm-hmm. I mean I don't go I don't delve into like the culture of either it's just you know you hear you know that that right beat that right rhythm the right lyrics that you could can not compare yourself to but you can relate to and it just like just fits the whole vibe. Yeah, no, that's yeah. that's where I'm at right now. Like you, if I'm working out or something, like it's metal. Like get that rage flowing through you. But you know, if I'm just looking to go to sleep or something, just throw some throw some country on. Or Good stuff. Ride. Yeah. Nice simple car. Just absolutely. All right. Let's see. What's your uh, favorite hobby to do right now? I think you guessed it already. Yeah. Uh, it'd probably be flight sim. Flight simulator. Just just for a hobby, uh, the little time that I have for a hobby. But yeah. it's funny because right outside of hobbies, I'm flying in real life, and so it's kind of 
just trying to wrap up my pilot's license still. That's a good it's hobby. Kinda... It just pairs together with what your passion is. So. Yeah, we, we have the hobby where I can sit at home and just fiddle around with a flight stick and a throttle. And then we have the other hobby where you actually go do it in real life and you just blow all your money away. We like to call it the world's most expensive hobby. So. Uh, well, I mean, it's good to like, you can use that hobby as like a refresher in case if you just, you know, go on a trip and you just need to remember what all the controls do. Yeah. You can just do it right there and then like just review. You have it right there. You don't have to like try to cram it when you're when you're you know doing it in person yeah no absolutely you can do all the little mistakes now then like do it in person you can do all that sort of stuff with that no yeah for real you might as well you know we like to call it a brief you know figure out you know what could happen you know what can go wrong you know it murphy's law right mm -hmm. whatever can happen will happen and we just try to prepare for that and you know a lot of a lot of professional pilots out there would be the same thing as you know you just try to practice for the worst case scenario and you know you know what to do and any from there on out like you know you're ready for anything and just never get complacent that's the biggest thing that kills pilots is complacency so you know I'm still at the student pilot level and I don't know everything I really don't but it's every day is a learning opportunity mm. I think that's what the, the hobby just helps you stand out more. You have more experience because of that. Yeah. You can continue to build confidence with it. So yeah, that's awesome, man. Absolutely. Awesome hobby. Next question we're going to do is, what is your favorite childhood cartoons show or kids show, you know? Oh boy. How far back did you want to go? We're talking like elementary school or like... Overall, like, uh, you know the show that really stuck out with you as a childhood, and or like you know throughout your life, like something that you enjoy. How about like elementary? Let's let's then, list like, some. Then middle school, and then high school. Yeah, maybe. Oh, sorry. I would say um, elementary school is a little harder to remember. I mean, I always remember all the classics out there. There's like what Jimmy Neutron, SpongeBob. Uh, SpongeBob. Spot, like thank you I don't know like the most popular cartoon ever it's, you know never got into Daniel's mind yeah Spongebob was like my number one thing in elementary school Jimmy Neutron was huge too that was yeah uh, and that now they're great shows to watch back then middle school uh, regular show oh, that was a great show that a... that's kind of sad that, that kind of defined that era of Cartoon Network I think that uh, last like that's a really good show. Yeah. I think, well, besides, like, Adventure Time, but, like, regular shows, definitely. No, it was super relatable, too. Like, even though all the wacky stuff they did, like, you know, yeah. it's fiction, but, like, but it's the characters some, you get to learn. There were some things there. Nice little character develop, development. Yep. You actually got to see, like, an ending to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, as far as, you know, I guess cartoons now, uh, I mean, it's certainly not a new one. It was. It came out when we were when we first met, two thousand five. Family Guy. No, Avatar. Uh, Avatar: Last Airbender. I yeah. I never like I watched it back then, but didn't know anything that was going on. But now you, as an adult, you know, I went back last year and I I watched when it came out on Netflix. I watched all of it. And I was like, oh my god! Like, there's some really dark themes in this show. Like, 
And I don't, I'm not even like a big, I don't know anything about anime. I don't know if that falls yeah. into the realm of anime. Uh, certainly not like my forte, but um, that show is like, it taught you some stuff for sure. Like what was one that like, was like, dark? was it the bloodbending when they did that? that bloodbending was big. Just the overall idea that there was a genocide in, in the storyline. Oh, and like the where the yep the, the firebenders just wiped all the air people out. And you see like the skeleton right, right there. Oh yeah, no, that's you won't find that. And like I, I don't I mean obviously don't watch cartoons anymore, like Cartoon Network or anything. Mm-hmm. But you won't find that type of stuff anymore. Like yeah. people are afraid to touch those subjects. But you, you know that's yeah. the real world. Like stuff like that happened recently. It's you know. Not to bring a whole dark tone to it, but... No, it's like, they definitely brought out awareness. It's a chunk of reality. Definitely. But, uh... A little fiction in there just to make it, you know, not seem like everything's 100% real. Yeah. No, and they obviously kept it, I mean, it was TVY7 or whatever it was, but... Yeah. They kept it appropriate to where, you know... Uh, five six-year-old could enjoy it with the animations and whatnot yeah i'm sure they they got distracted quickly because you know yeah. like the like you know like spongebob will have like little little adult jokes or humor kind of thing yeah hidden in there that we just don't realize and then, especially the older episodes yeah yeah you look at it like wow how did i not notice yeah and like it's funny looking at it when you're an adult like i've seen like a video on social media like exposing Spongebob be like yep so Mr. Krabs has a restaurant and it's a crab cage <laughs> and like I never like clicked in my head and then he was like selling Krabby Patties and I was like what I think for Spongebob I think the you mentioned you watched a video kind of analyzing stuff there yeah. was one I don't know who made it I if I tried to search for it I probably couldn't find it what this one guy made a perfect analogy like, you know, it's perfect for kids and adults because when you're a kid, you see Spongebob, he's the main character and he's always happy and he's always with his friends and he's having fun. You know, sure, like sometimes he'll run into stuff every now and then, but he always finds his way out. And you associate yourself with Spongebob. And then as you go through, you know, adulthood or whatever, growing up, adolescent, what have you, you know, Especially like you get to high school and from then on out, you start relating more and more to Squidward who's like always depressed where he's at. It's like, wow, life sucks. (laughs) Wow, this person is annoying the crap out of me. Like, what is, where did I go? So it's it's kind of crazy how you translate from, oh, the the protagonist to, I I don't, you can't, can you call Squidward an antagonist? No, I'd say he's like, um, I'd say he's a main character too. He, he's a main character, yeah. They do a lot of screen time for him. It's like side characters would be like Larry the Lobster or like Pearl, you know, those, oh those boy. characters. Yeah. And just like, you don't really see them often, but like Squidward. That's a good yeah. good one. Didn't realize that. Mm. Yeah. That's just how it is. <laughs> yeah. And then you, you see the business aspect of it, Krusty Krab. Don't even go there. I don't pay you, boys. Don't don't tell my boss, but we sometimes call him Mr. Krabs. No, I have a good boss, but <laughs> well, you, you definitely you definitely realize like, wow, yeah, people really like money, but make the world go around sometimes. 
You just like can't really cut corners sometimes because then you start paying like that gets, more. That gets dangerous then. Yeah, you just can't cut corners like that. Um, Alright, next one. It's going to be favorite childhood toy. Something you grew up with. Was it cards? Was it Beyblades? Legos? Was it uh, trains? Was I, it, I was a big train guy as a kid. Uh, Thomas the Tank Engine? Hell yeah. Everyone yeah, liked Thomas that, right? No. Uh, yeah, if you went back to like preschool days, that was probably the main thing is, oh my God, I'm going to be a train driver one day. Like, and then obviously <laughs> here I am, I want airplanes. But um, uh, when, we were, when we were at camp or after school care, I think the yeah. big thing was Beyblades, wasn't it? Like we'd, we'd finish school, we'd go to the after school camp and then it's like, yeah, we're just, how many unique Beyblades can you connect or collect and then, you know, who, which one would come out on top? Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. That and then like we would do Bakugan. Remember that the little I remember those things. Magnetic ball. Yep. And like we'd be like, oh, that's so cool. And Beyblade, we took it seriously. Like, hey, you know, you didn't you didn't spin it right or whatever. Oh my god. You'd be like, all right, mine's still standing. <laughs> hey, that's not fair. And then you realize, oh, it's pay to win. Yeah, pretty much you gotta pick the right spinner in order to like beat everybody yeah everything's pay to win now right sadly some of the games too yeah alright next one gonna get a little deep not too deep but go for it next one's gonna be what are your pet peeves it can be work related it can be school it can be boy just things that kind of just grind your gear something that ticks you off slightly well uh, to just answer the question up front, uh, I could go on for hours, uh, just to keep it short and sweet. I'll pick a couple. Uh, oh boy. Like People who drive slow in the fast lane, <laughs> you know, the passing lane is like the far left lane on the freeway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, I, I kind of figure it like this, like, like on 101, I think they lowered the speed limit to 55. No one follows it. Not even the CHP. Yeah. You get in the far left lane, everyone is going at least above 75 miles an hour. But then you always hit that one guy who's like going 50. Uh-huh. And you're going, you're going, oh, next thing you know, you're like tucked in right behind them. It's like, just just move. Just go with the other flow of traffic. We're trying to go places. So that that's one pet peeve. Uh, the other one is yeah, it's probably minor stuff at work, you know. There's always, we always like to say at my work is it's sometimes it feels like a, like high school again with like all the drama. Uh, like rumors or like. There's, I mean, we're a small company, like beef so we're all. Sometimes we beef, but you know we're all friends in the end. Um, we all respect one another to some degree, no matter how much you know. Sometimes we might get annoyed, but yeah. it that's that's why it feels like high school again. You know. <laughs> Don't want to relive that. No. I get it. I get it. That's how I make money. Yeah. Is that all, is that all the pet peeves? Or? I'll just I'll limit it to two. I don't want to give the impression I'm no, the no, biggest like, negative Nancy out there. No, I think it's it's okay to talk about. It. I'd say like, I feel like everybody's had at least two or three, and if you have more, then it just means you've had a lot of experience with different environments and situations. So like it, it's understandable. Everybody. Yeah. 
everybody has something that takes them off even me like it like it's just like since I work at a grocery store like the thing that like kind of bothers me is just like people just have like a little sense of entitlement you know oh yeah it's absolutely like, when, when you go to a grocery store like you know if, if you go to like Japan you have to bag your own stuff like yep. it doesn't matter what it is you have to even like pregnant people you still have to bag your stuff you take it go to the bagging station you bag and you know just go on your day and then here it's like they'll, they'll just like talk on the phone or like you know won't really or they won't even worse they won't be on their phone and they just stand there and they're just, yeah. they're just looking at you and then just like it's not as awkward since like I'm doing something mm-hmm. but I just feel like it's kind of weird you're just staring at that person like it doesn't click you're like no oh, then not like a, a big card of groceries not a care in the world yeah no like, like I get it like you have your own days like you're just you've had a lot of stuff to deal with but like at least you can do is just like even just bag just handle yourself just help like one bag yeah you know, just not just like here and then like you know you got a big line waiting next to you it's like oh then pressure's on you're like okay this is i think i can relate to that so I already told you what, what I do. I, I guess for your viewers, like, you know, my job is, you know, I get to go drive a fuel truck around and go put gas in airplanes. You know, it's, I get to work around what, you know, I want to be involved with, which, you know, I love that part. But you definitely meet some people, like, you meet people that you want to be around. Like, it's like, wow, I could really take advice from this person. Like, they've they've been around. They've seen it. They know what they're doing. And, you know, it's something you could... You, know, you could look for a mentor in, but then you meet those entitled people too. Like, so I don't, you're not, you're probably not going to get kind of like the hierarchy here, but you know, there's small GA airport right at San Carlos. Yeah. You know, we, we get super small traffic. It's not like your United Airlines or anything. Yeah. You know, you have your little Cessna 172s, which is like what most people can afford. You know, they're not the most expensive thing, but it's the most readily available. And then you have your Cirruses, which are like your BMW in the sky. They have their own air conditioning. They have like these, you know, $10,000 touchscreens on the front that, you know, work like a heads up display. Like, and typically the people who own those are like multimillionaire, like, you know, they live up on the hill or whatever. Like, it's like the founder of Tesla, that kind of thing. So at our airport, we have, you ever see the, the local carpet cleaning company around here like coit or whatever mm. you ever see like their little black van driving around or see their corny tv commercials i don't think i have the owner for that company is, is there uh larry ellison the guy who founded oracle he was at our airport for forever until he just moved to hawaii so we'd have his jet come in every now and then we'd have to go service it and whatnot and then we have executives come in on like you know there's a charter company called surfer that comes in we have to deal with them and you know good relationship with the pilots but some of their passengers are like i'm late because of you it's like we just turned the airplane around in 10 minutes i don't know why you're complaining <laughs> and it's like it's a private right like you don't really have yeah like well planes delay and all that sort of stuff like what are you about the delays we get nowhere near in comparison to what the the bigger airports yeah. deal with, but it, it's a publicly 
owned airport, but you know, there's definitely some players there that have a little more weight than the others. Mm-hmm. Or at least they like to think so. I own this guy. Yeah, that, we, we love those attitudes, right? <laughs> That's interesting. The, the the grocery store, but instead it's dealing with people in the sky now. Yeah. That kind of same same sort of types of people. Yep. Different work environment, I guess. You you meet them everywhere. Yeah, that's very true. You'll you'll see them in any job you work at. There's always those people. Yep. All right. Now we'll do the last two. We'll start. We'll end on a good note. Okay. So, this one's going to be, what is your biggest regret you've done? Oh, my God. Uh, Something that doesn't have to be super personal. Yeah, we'll keep it away from personal stuff. Uh, like biggest regret, uh, not trying hard enough in school. I mean, like in I, just in general. Okay. Like, I'm definitely, I don't want to be like cocky or anything. You know, I like to think I have a little more common sense or whatever but you know then I go to school and it's like and I, I try or at least it feels like I'm trying but you know there's the always that 40% rule where you know you think you're giving it all but you're really just ever so slightly halfway there yeah you know I wish I kicked it into gear for school like years ago you know who knows where I'd be now and I'm gonna be thankful for where I'm at and all the good experiences I've gotten uh, up until now. But, you know, just that, that idea, like, you know, what if, what if I applied myself more, you know, I could be like miles closer to the goals I have set, like right now, like I could be done with college in a year. Here I am. And, you know, it might be three years from now for all I know, but you know, there's, they're regrets, right? You can't really change them. Yeah. You you just kind of learn from it and then, you know, kind of just help other people learn from it. That way they don't make the same mistake. Yeah. But, you know, it's really just up to their choice. But, yeah, you made you who you are today. And I'm sure Here I am. I'm sure that's uh, nothing wrong with that, really. All right, now the final one is going to be what do you not regret doing? What do I not regret doing? Uh, well... Something to think about. Yeah, it's. I would say, uh, getting my feet wet and you know going applying for my job over there. Uh, that was a big thing my parents were trying to push in high school. Like, you need to go get a job. You need to have all this work experience. I was like, oh, I like sitting on my ass. And you know, I'd always you know, my passion for flying was always. A huge thing and I always try to tell myself like there's no point in working for something if you don't love doing it mm-hmm. and sure like every job is gonna have stuff that you absolutely yeah. you don't like like I have my, my big goal like you know I already told you this like I want to go fly in the military or you know go fly in airlines you know I have buddies that fly in, in the military or the airlines and they have a shopping list of stuff they don't like there but you know, for for me at, at my current level at my job, like it's nothing big. It's a minimum wage job, but you know, I'm I'm pulling money, even though it's not the most amount, and I get to interact with you know a lot of people I wouldn't have known otherwise, and you know, it's a great networking opportunity. And initially, I was afraid of doing it, like, eh, 
what if I don't get it? You know, what if it goes south or if for whatever reason, you know, God forbid I get fired? No, it's, it's had its ups and downs, but it's taught me a lot and it's um, introduced me to a lot of players out there that, you know, have shown me stuff I wouldn't know otherwise. So definitely something I don't regret. You want to close it out then? Say something to the camera, something you want to say? Or you can just straight up close it out like you did before? You get the yeah, final, I, final minute. I, I don't know what else to say really. Uh, I just. Oh, yeah, you, you know, I stopped recording. <laughs> How long ago did it stop recording? I don't know. I'll have to check, but it's still recording on the audio. Oh boy. Well, I guess if you're still listening, uh, yeah, I biggest takeaway here is you know this is this is my first podcast and what better way to do it than with you you're one of my best friends I've, I've known you for you know almost two decades now and it's it's crazy to think about that but you know I'm going through a lot of stuff right now on my own end and you know we were talking about it off camera but you know it's taking those baby steps in life to to better yourself and you know coming on here you know out of your comfort zone and that, that was big for me. So I just want to thank you for, for having me on. And if you heard that, he just dropped his camera. And hopefully it's okay for the next podcast. But I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Cut it. But now thank you for having me, bud.